0: May I say, I you know I travel around, I travel all over the country, going to different churches, and I always you know sing with the band that they have, and many times the band is not at the level that these wonderful gentlemen are. And a song, let's just say that I've had many songs like the one I just sang turn into a polka, and uh, you just have to go with it. So. So thank you guys, you spoil me, so thank you, thank you. So one heart at a time, it's all about kindness, isn't it? And it really starts with us, it starts with how we, how we treat ourselves first. Uh, I have a song called, May, may I be filled with loving kindness, may I be well, may I be peaceful and at ease, and may I be happy, and it has to start first with filling up your own tank in the morning. And so I have a practice that I talk about whenever I lead any of my women's retreats, any workshop that I do. I talk about this all the time. And that is that the way that we can really start our day from a place of being able to give our hearts is to check in with our hearts. So the way you do that is you put your hand over your heart and you say, what does my heart have to say today? What does my heart have to say? And you allow it to come up and be just what does it have to say to you? And so I got this little idea from, uh, I, was in a, I was in a little play in San Francisco, and we would tour all around the different uh, Bay Area pediatric wards. And it was a little play with a puppet, it was a puppet show, and my character in this show was Dr. Hart. And I was filled with hearts. I had a big heart smock and heart earrings and heart hat and heart everything. And my job in this show was I would go up to all these little kids that were hooked up to all these IVs and they just looked so sick. And I would go up with my little stethoscope and I'd say, what does your heart have to say? What does your heart have to say? And these little lammy poos would look up at me and go, oh, my heart is so sad because I just want to go out and play. Or my heart is sad because my parents are so worried. And I just got this idea about how if we allow ourselves to take the time to allow that to come up. I mean, I could feel the change in these children just by acknowledging to me. I mean, it wasn't their doctor. It wasn't their parents. They could really tell me what their heart was saying. And I think if we can take that time every morning to say, oh, my heart is saying that I don't really want to go to that meeting at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) And, you know, if you come to my workshop this afternoon, I will talk about this a lot because part of being true to your heart is really knowing what is yours to do? What is a yes and what is a no? No. And one of my favorite expressions is from Cheryl Richardson, who said, to be truly authentic to yourself, you have to be willing to disappoint someone every day. Let's take a collective breath. But truly, I mean, to be really true to yourself, you have to be willing to disappoint someone. So when you take your hand and you put it over your heart and you say, what does my heart have to say? Not so much for this afternoon, you know, whatever. But... The main thing is how we start our day is what the foundation of your day will be like. And I actually found many years ago that if I you know, had a negative thought in the morning when I first woke up, that would be the thought that would carry me through the day. So that's why I started writing these affirmational chants that on all of my CDs, the very first song on every CD has a song that's going to be how you wake up with the day. So there's, thank you for this day, Spirit, thank you for this day, and I start my day with love. And there's another one that says, I will surrender to my greatest, highest good. They're all specifically made that if you had an alarm clock, radio, or you know, a CD player, it would wake you up with this song. Now, I learned many years ago the power of this because I was in a hotel And the alarm clock radio woke me up with my very first thought from the day was from Linda Ronstadt saying, you're no good, you're no good, you're no good, baby, you're no good. And then she goes, I'm gonna say it again, you're no good, you're no good. So what do you think is in my head all day long? And it's like, so what I've learned is you have to flip it around and say, I'm so good, I'm so good, you know, whatever. You just have to turn it around. But um, I, I have this little video, if, if you'd like to play that. I was thinking... Because I mean, here's the thing. When you woke up this morning, did you, did you look in the mirror and go, oh my God, did you get more beautiful overnight? <laughs> look at this body. Are you fabulous? I mean, did you do that? Did you just say you were looking gorgeous and you're beautiful? <laughs> or did you go, oh my God, everything's dropping? <laughs> so. Are you ready to play that? So here's an idea of how you could start your day. Look, I can be a shark. Now, my whole house is great. I can do anything good. I like my school. I like anything. I like my dad. I like my cousins. I like my aunts. I like my Allison's. I like my mom. Yeah, 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 Can you start your day that way tomorrow? I like my house. I like my pajamas. I like my hair. I like my haircut. I mean, isn't that a great way to start your day? May I just, you know, suggest. But, you know, when you think about it, there's so many messages in the world telling us the opposite of that. Telling us the opposite, you know, if, if you know, you're not good enough, you're not, you know, if you, it, you'll be better if you buy this product, or if you have this car, or these clothes, or look this certain way. And, you know, I think it's really amazing how it's in our consciousness that I actually had an experience with my iPhone recently with Siri. You all know Siri? So Siri did something, I don't know, she took me to, to a place that I needed to go or whatever. And I, for some reason, I said, Siri, you're fabulous. Do you know what she said to me? She said, oh, no, I was just doing my job. And I said, no, 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 Siri, you're fabulous. And she said, was it something I said? (laughs) And then I said, no, no, Siri, you're really fabulous. And she said, I'm good, but I'm not great. That's in your phone! That's in your phone. I'm good, but I'm not great. And it makes you just realize, how can that be in your phone? Is that our consciousness being made manifest in a phone saying, oh, no, 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 don't take credit. You know, Wouldn't it be great if she goes, yeah, I am really great. Thanks for recognizing me. I mean, I just think that's amazing. But one of the things that I have found is that for me to be fully in my heart and to give my heart... It starts with this practice. It starts with this practice because what this practice does is it makes me be present. It makes me be present. And that's what it's all about. Because when you're present, your eyes are open. Your field is bigger. You actually can really see what it is, how you can contribute to the world, how you can be that much more of an open heart and give your love. And isn't that really what we're all here for? You know, in all my women 's retreats, one of the, the the most beautiful things that we do is after anybody says anything, we say, "You are seen and you are heard," and that is the greatest gift we can give anybody that you see them you know I, I, I go very oftentimes to my personal church, Starbucks ah! <laughs> And I find that when I go there' it 's it's such a it's such an example of practicing this presence because very often times, you know, the barista will give you, you know, your coffee, and it's so common. You just go, you know, thank you. But when you just take that extra second, I mean, it's really a millisecond that I'm talking about. That you actually see that person and you say, thank you. I mean, sometimes I'll say to the person, you know, what, what's your story? Where do you, you know, what, what do you want to do with your life? And they'll go, oh, you're like talking to me. <laughs> what do I do with that? And you know, so sometimes I will just take that extra second and just say. Thank you. And you'll see them kind of like wake up. But you know, I'm not talking about that that over the line part of looking at someone where it's like, wow, the meanness in me sees the you-ness in you and we're like really connected and wow, I love you. You know, because then they get all weird. It's like you just are taking the time to just say, I see you. And so I, I have this, this thing that I do when I'm on the road, I like to um, tithe in really small ways. So I'll bring $21 bills with me. And my, my goal is to have all those $1 bills be gone before I get home. And so it, it happened recently in Starbucks, where there was a woman who was fumbling with her money. And she said, you know, can I have a cup of coffee? And she's trying to find her money in her purse. And I said, oh, I'll, you know, I'll buy your coffee. And this woman, she looks at me, and she goes, what do you mean? Why, why would you do that? And I said, "Well, this is kind of one of the things I like to do, you know." It's a, and she goes, "Well, why don't you give it to someone who really needs it?" I don't need it. And I wanted to say, "There's a there's a CSL church down the street. You might want to check it." But I didn't say that. And so she's, you know, and so we're going back and forth. With she's going, "I don't need it," and I'm going, "You know, let me take it." And we're going back and forth. And finally, I said, "Lady, it's a cup of coffee. Just take it." And she goes, "Fine, whatever." <laughs> so. So I'm going, great, why did I do this? This was really stupid. And so now we're standing, you know, down by where they give you the coffees and it's really uncomfortable and we're standing there in silence and I'm going, oh, you know, what a stupid spiritual practice this is. Why am I doing this? You know, who am I? And all of a sudden she turns to me and her whole face is different and she looks at me and she says, you know, no one ever does this for me. No one ever does this for me. And I said, well, thank you. I really appreciate that you let me do this for you. And we stand there in silence again. And she goes, so is this one of those pay it forward kind of things? <laughs> I go, whatever. <laughs> but it's those little moments, you know, it's those moments that we, that we reach out, that we go above our comfort zone. It's so much easier to just be in this little bubble of looking at your cell phone and, you know, having your energy be down. You know, one of the things that's so interesting for me is since I fly so much, I'm so aware of how nobody talks to each other anymore. You know, we all, we all used to just hang out and wait for your flight, and you just kind of make a conversation with someone. Now, and actually, I need to tell you, I do love my cell phone, but I found this, and I think it's, it's really pretty appropriate. In the not-too-distant future... <laughs> YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook will merge to form one giant, idiotic, supersized, time wasting, non productive, time stealing, mind numbing, do not need to know website called You Twit <laughs> There was this one time recently where I was um, standing in the coveted A position in, on Southwest Airlines. Ah! God smiled on me that day and moved me up to the front. And everybody else is on their phones and their energy is all down doing this. And I, you know, one of my, one of my little things for the morning was, what does my heart have to say? I want to be present to everything that's happening around me today. And so I'm standing in that position And I noticed this situation of a man bringing his uh, elderly mother to the gate. And I could just tell on the, I could just feel the energy of looking at his face. And the mother looked like she had a little dementia. And it looked to me, I could just assess that he was just bringing her to the gate and letting her go off on her own. And I've been in that situation. So I immediately, my heart opened to what was happening. And I'm just observing this whole thing. And when he turned, when he left her, and he turned to walk away, he looked back at her. And somehow he must have felt my energy because we locked eyes. And I said, I'll look after her. You know, and he goes, oh, thank you. And he just, you could see him just kind of soft. And I just said, don't worry, I'll just, you know, I'll look after her. And so, you know, he leaves. And now we get to our destination. And um, she, well, I always want to call it a gangplank. It's uh, the jetway. (laughs) So, you know, I walk at the jetway. And she's standing at the top of it and looking confused, like, where do I go? What do I do? Because obviously the person who was meeting her couldn't come in through security. So no one was there to tell her where to go. So I came up to her and I said, hi, I'm Karen, I'll take you to the person who's you know, picking you up. And she looked at me and she said, oh, Karen, you look fabulous, have you lost weight? <laughs> yeah, sure, thanks so much for noticing. So, now I take her, you know, I take her to, the, to her person and I see the same situation happening over here. Here's a, It looked like a brother, you know, doing this, trying to find her. And I kind of go, I've got her. And so we walk in and, and he's kind of looking at me like, well, who are you? And she goes, and you're gonna stay the weekend with us, right? <laughs> so the brother's like, who are you? Go away. But what I realized in that moment, I mean, my heart opened to do this little teeny, teeny thing. And that's really all it takes, is just being aware. You know, I just always laugh when I get on the plane now. If someone is starting to sit down next to me, I just you know—I just look at them and I just say, hi, how are you? And you could feel this look of panic come across their face, like, oh my God, if I say hello to you, you might be a talker, um, um, you know? And I just want to say to them, it's all right, I'm just saying hello, it's okay. But you know, we're just like so afraid to connect and i just think that that's what is going to heal our world just those small little connections whatever we can do you know just and it's, sometimes it's not even verbal i was i was sitting on a plane recently and i'm looking out and here's the baggage lady i mean there was one woman who is loading all these bags by herself and she's just hauling these bags and i'm i'm just watching her again everyone's on their phones but i'm just watching her do this and it was amazing, these big heavy bags and she's schlepping them and, and somehow she must have felt my energy and she looked up and I went, yes, you know, you rock. I did some kind of thing like, you go girl and I just did something like this. And here she's doing this job like this and I did this with her and she just goes... <laughs> you know, she lit up like a Christmas tree and then she goes back to doing her thing and she would look up at me every once in a while to see if I was still looking. <laughs> You know, and when she was done, she looked up one more time. And I went, and she said, thank you. How many people do we see every day that we don't take the time to just go, I see you, I know you, you're a part of me, you are the face of God? You know, that's how we do it. It's ripples. And I invite you to go past that part that will say, oh, no, no, maybe this is not appropriate if I say this, you know, because when you do, when you, when you, when you cherish things, when you cherish people, it just creates this love bubble. I have a friend who was getting so irritated with her husband every morning because he would, he would cut his bagel and there would be bagel crumbs all over the place. And she'd go, Jerry, can you just, just wipe up your crumbs? That's all I'm asking for you to do. Just wipe up your bagel crumbs." And every morning, he wouldn't do it. And she'd, get, she'd start her day in this way of like, the bagel crumbs. <laughs> and then one morning, again, how do you start your day? She was starting every day in anger with her husband of the bagel crumbs. And then one morning, she had a little thought about... She looked at those bagel crumbs and she's starting to get upset and, you know, wipe them away. And then she realized, if she, if she didn't see those bagel crumbs, that would mean he wasn't here anymore. And so she started to honor those bagel crumbs. That means he's still here with me. And so I, I heard a, a story that was just one more thing along this line of just trusting that when God, when spirit, when the universe is telling you with a little tap of go do something, go Go reach out. Go give that, you know, buy this coffee for someone. Do something sweet for someone. Sometimes it's actually God saying, go do this. And so there was a story of a, a guy that was having lunch with his wife, and he was just having lunch, and he just noticed that right next to him this elderly woman sat down, and she was really dressed up, and she had her pearls on, and her lipstick was perfect, and her little gray hair was coiffed. And he just noticed her. And at that time, he had an idea that he wanted to say how pretty she looked. But just as he was about to say something, her family came. And everyone came, and they started having lunch. And he just let it go. But as he was leaving, as he got up to leave, she was still having lunch, he got up, he walked past her. And he looked at her one more time. And he started to walk past and had that idea of like, oh, no, I might be intruding on this family. But something in him, maybe a little god tap, said, no, go say something. So he came back and he bent down to where she was and he said, I'm, I'm sorry, this is not what I normally do and I, and I hope I'm not interrupting, but for some reason I just am really called to say to you today that you look really beautiful and, you know, what you're wearing and how you're just put together and you just look really beautiful. And, and he said, that's all I want to say and, you know, thanks so much. And she said, no, 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 wait. She said, I know you. And he said, oh, no, no, you don't, you don't know me. I just, I, just, you know, I just wanted to say hello. And she said, no, I know you. And she really looked at him and she said, today is the one-year anniversary of the day that my husband passed. And my, my family is here with me celebrating that I made it through a whole year. And that you saying that to me, that's exactly what my husband would have said to me. So he was changed, she was changed. And by sharing this story, hopefully you are changed in the sense that God gives us little teeny taps, saying, go be sweet to someone. Because each of us is a gift. And when we share our hearts, we share that gift of who we are. One, two, three, four. So this is for each of you to hold into your heart. Let me just have it be that Spirit is singing this to you right now.